Good morning. Welcome to Earthmakers, spiritual care for real humans. My name is Josiah, and I am the grateful creator and host of this podcast. Today we continue with our series, Teachers Worth Listening To. This is part three of an ongoing series. Yesterday we talked about the spiritual tradition of Taoism as we explored the teachings of Lao Tzu and Winnie the Pooh. The day before that we explored some Christian traditions as we talked about the musician and social justice activist Rich Mullins. Today's teacher comes from the atheistic spiritual traditions. That's how I would classify it, anyhow. And he goes by the name David Foster Wallace. You might not think of David Foster Wallace as a great spiritual teacher, but he certainly was and continues to be in my life. And you may ask yourself, how could a atheist be a good spiritual teacher? I want to let you in on a little secret, listeners. Some of the most spiritual people I have met identify as atheists. Now, they may not be very traditionally religious. They may, may not believe in a spirit being called God that does not make them any less spiritual or able to teach us about healthy and transformative spirituality. I am grateful for the voice that atheists and humanists have lent to the spiritual conversation because it has touched my heart and made my life better. David Foster Wallace was a journalist and novelist and professor and philosopher. He wrote the longest American novel ever written, Infinite Jest, which was published in 1996. He also wrote several short story collections and collections of essays, including Consider the Lobster and Brief Interviews with Hideous Men. David Foster Wallace was a tennis prodigy from a young age. He died sadly at the age of 46 in 2008. He died by suicide. There's a lot of sadness in David Foster Wallace's story. But three years before he passed away in 2005, he delivered a commencement address at Kenyon College. And it was unlike any commencement address ever heard in our country. And because of that, this address has found its way online. It's found its way on YouTube. It's developed its own little cult following. You can even buy a small printed version of it on Amazon for seven bucks, or please support local bookstores through bookshop.org if you have an opportunity. And this speech This address is called, This is Water. 
And I'm going to read a selection from This Is Water to you today. So, wherever you are, you are welcome in this space because this space was made for you. So let's take in some deep breaths together. And out. You are safe and you are free and you have nothing to worry about. In this moment, this is all that matters. And here is a quote from David Foster Wallace's brilliant commencement address titled, This is Water. It will actually be within your power to experience a crowded, hot, slow, consumer hell type situation as not only meaningful, but sacred, on fire with the same force that lit the stars, compassion, love, the subsurface unity of all things. Not that that mystical stuff's necessarily true. The only thing that's capital T true is that you get to decide how you're going to try to see it. This, I submit, is the freedom of real education, of learning how to be well-adjusted. You get to consciously decide what has meaning and what does not. You get to decide what to worship. Because here's something else that's true. In the day-to-day -day trenches of adult life, there is actually no such thing as atheism. There is no such thing as not worshiping. Everybody worships. The only choice we get is what to worship. And an outstanding reason for choosing some sort of God or spiritual type thing to worship, be it JC or Allah, be it Yahweh or the Wiccan Mother Goddess or the Four Noble Truths or some infrangible set of ethical principles, is that pretty much anything else you worship will eat you alive. If you worship money and things, if they are where you tap real meaning in life, then you will never have enough. Never feel you have enough. It's the truth. Worship your own body and beauty and sexual allure and you will always feel ugly. And when time and age start showing, you will die a million deaths before they finally plant you. On one level, we all know this stuff already. It's been codified as myths, proverbs, cliches, bromides, epigrams, parables, the skeleton of every great story. The trick is keeping the truth up front in daily consciousness. Worship power, you will feel weak and afraid, and you will need ever more power over others to keep the fear at bay. Worship your intellect, being seen as smart. You will end up feeling stupid, a fraud, always on the verge of being found out, and so on. Look, the insidious thing about these forms of worship is not that they're evil or sinful. It is that they are unconscious. They are default settings. They are the kind of worship you just gradually slip into, day after day, getting more and more selective about what you see and how you measure value without ever being fully aware that that's what you're doing. 
Well, what do you think? It is the this is water text that I assign to my patients when they first come into treatment because I see it as spirituality 101. Spirituality, by my definition, is the quality of connection we have with ourselves, others, and some kind of higher power, whatever it is that we are worshiping, so to speak. And what he's describing here is moving from our default settings of judgment and fear and resentment and shame to something sacred. He's not saying that you have to believe in God. But even the atheist, the confirmed atheist who believed there was no God, says in this speech there really is practically, logically, functionally, no such thing as atheism because all humans worship something. Whether you agree with David Foster Wallace or not is immaterial because he's onto something that all humans can agree to. We all worship. We all bend the knee to something. Fear right now in our world is a god that a lot of people are worshiping. Shame, resentment, anxiety, intellect, political opinion, on and on. What are you worshiping today? What are you bending the knee to? You get to actually decide what you bend the knee to, what you worship, what you bind yourself to, what you serve. So choose something good, please. Serve a good master today. If you are a Christian or a Jewish person or a Muslim, you are probably worshiping God. If you are not any of those things, what could you possibly worship today? Mindfulness? Peace, joy, kindness, grace, health and well-being, contentment and compassion, creativity. Oh, the list is endless. That I invite you, dear listeners, to bend the knee before something good today, because you're going to bend the knee anyways. You're human which means you will worship something. So choose something good, please. Thank you. Take good care of you today, and I'll see you tomorrow.